everybody. Welcome to Duck and the Usher. My name is Josh. Hi, I am Fish. And uh, you're listening in. You are. Welcome Happy to, Saturday. Uh, welcome to the show. Yeah, it's Saturday the 23rd. So uh, we, We're coming to you from the past. We are coming to you from the past. <laughs> uh, this is actually our second recording of this because, yeah. uh, again, we bought a new mixer. Mm-hmm. And uh, we realized we had these giant pop filter things. Right. And uh, they were on our microphones they were we realized gaudy. they didn't sound very good no. with the new mixer they sounded great on the old mixer because we needed them right and this should sound a little bit cleaner oh uh, man it sounds real buttery smooth i gotta Ooh, tell you i know i, I just like want to i just, just want to spread wanna... my voice on some toast <laughs> <laughs> i want to make love to my voice right now it's it's it's, it's velvety you know anyway that's enough stroking our egos here today we're talking about our uh it's our thanksgiving episode Yep. And uh, we're doing Dutch from 1991. 1991. Did you uh, did you watch anything? I mean, we talked about this before again, second episode. Yeah, I mean, it's always fun to talk about what what else we're watching aside from our uh, our, our topic. Um, so mostly, uh, I've been finishing and binging the uh, last two seasons of The Man in the High Castle, um, which is a wonderful show. It veers pretty hard. Uh, spoiler alert! Into uh, hard sci fi. I'm not going to give too much away. Um, but instead of just being like straight up dramatization of like an alternate history, it goes into some some pretty weird sci-fi well, uh, elements. I can kind of see that because yeah. you have the uh, I'm trying to get like close to this. We have the you know the, the whole Nazi thing, and right. I mean you know, how many sci-fi movies are written about Nazis? And yeah, well they craziness? dabbled into the occult that, yeah. that became like the subject of like you know Wolfenstein or even I love like, that you game know, so much. Uh, yeah, they should make the, a, did they ever make a TV there, show? There were two new ones that came out recent or yeah. not recently, they should but make within a TV the last show 10 years, out of that. That would be a lot of fun. That'd be cool, like a sci-fi show. Um, we also, watched Phantom Menace. Yeah, we watched Phantom Menace for the first time in a while. Shit movie. Yeah, still doesn't hold up. Uh, I like the pod race still. I think I think that's pretty cool. It re- Every time I watch the pod race, I just want to pull out my 64 and then go buy oh, yeah. the uh, the pod racing game. That game was fun. The game was great. I loved the uh, the arcade version that you could play at like Disney Quest back in the day where you could Ooh, sit down in the yeah, big, I remember the that. big yeah. thing. Yeah, that shit was awesome. Um, uh, I watched uh, Disney Plus has been out for a little bit. Yeah. So we've been, you know, Zach and I caught up on The Mandalorian. We've been watching that. Excellent. I, I watched, uh, they have a thing called The Imagineers. It's like a series mm-hmm. that's out and they kind of go through like the Disney history. That's fun. Uh, my wife and I watched uh, Frank and Ollie, which is about the uh, two animators that worked with Disney. They, yeah. they made like iconic scenes. They kind of revolutionized animation. Okay. That was kind of fun. That came out like 95. So it's right like, dated, but. I think I watched uh, Fury. The war movie. Watch that with the with the all swills. Okay, the swill 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 <coughs> swilly's one of our friends. Yeah, uh, that's about it. Uh, just catching up on like movies I haven't seen in a while, and uh, mostly just television. So gotcha. I I really really got to get out there and see Doctor Sleep though. That that's on my radar hard. Yeah, I've been uh, reading some reviews from friends, and uh, they say it's a pretty fucked up film. Okay, like good but fucked up. Right. Like there's some scenes that like even he's an older gentleman. He's like, Dude, my I'm, wife, I'm he's like my wife would have walked flag. out of it type of thing. Walked out of it? No, he said if his wife saw it, she would have walked out of it. I guess there's oh. like I guess there's like a pretty brutal murder scene in it. Oh, so it's like, not just like bad bad, it's just like some really no, there's gnarly like some, shit yeah, happens. Yeah, gnarly shit is what I've heard. I mean, if you've seen any of Flanagan's other stuff, he he's got a he's got a thumb on the pulse for like making people recoil uh with some gnarly uh, dude, uh, Gerald's game. Have you seen Gerald's game? No. Bro. There's one scene in that movie, no spoilers, I won't even talk about it, but that movie uh, is fantastic. That's a Mike Flanagan. Gotcha. That, and he did. he's directing Dr. Sleep. I'm flying the Flanagan flag hard. <laughs> anyway, 
Uh, so let's let's move on here. We uh, well, let's dive in. So Dutch, nineteen ninety one, yeah. uh, produced by Mr. John Hughes, John uh, Hughes, king of the eighties. In fact, yeah, uh, Hughes uh, was was big uh, back then. He uh, obviously everybody's real familiar with Sixteen Candles, Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink. Uh, he wrote a lot of those. He I think he directed a, a number of those as well. Um, I think he's more well known for writing a lot of these movies than directing. Um. And uh, let's see, he did like Uncle Buck, Ferris Bueller. Did you know Uncle Buck even had a television series? No. Yeah. Was John Candy in it? No. Oh. <laughs> well, so that's probably why I didn't hear about it. Right, yeah. Um, Curly Sue, Dennis the Menace, Baby's Day Out, he wrote all those. In fact, that's a connection to uh, Moonchausen. Uh, John Neville was in Baby's Day Out, I believe, if, if I'm not having that right. Uh, he actually used to write under the uh, pseudonym Edmund Dantes which is The Count of Monte Cristo, written by Alexander Dumas. Uh, and Hughes began his uh, writing career uh, for National Lampoon uh, before moving on to write and direct some of the most successful live-action comedies of the 80s and 90s, uh, most of which are set in Chicago. Go Cubs. <laughs> other other screenplays he wrote under the Bears. Yeah, that's right. Other uh, screenplays he wrote under the pseudonym include like Made in Manhattan, Drillbit Taylor, that, uh, oh, oh, that movie that was, was horrible. Stupid, I know. Uh, and, and Beethoven, the dog wow. movie. Wow. Uh, unfortunately, Mr. Hughes passed away 10 years ago at the age of 59. Uh, he was out for a walk one morning in the summer of 09, and he suffered a fatal heart attack, um, sadly. Uh, but his legacy is honored by many who he had worked with, uh, including Matthew Broderick, Molly Ringwald, Macaulay Culkin. Uh, he helped many of these actors get their careers off the ground. Yeah, no, he was the career starter. Like I said, like king yeah. of the 80s. He really Michael was. Michael Keaton, uh, Anthony Michael Hall, and everyone in the Brat Pack. I think the Brat Pack was like Anthony Michael Hall, Molly Ringwald, Emilio Estevez, uh, Ali Sheedy. Wasn't Courtney Cox part uh, of the Brat Pack? No, no, I don't think so. Um, Judd, Judd Nelson. I'm not thinking Courtney Cox. Who am I thinking of? Married uh, to Bruce Willis. Strip oh, Demi Moore. Demi yeah, Moore. she was part of the Brat yeah, Pack. Demi yeah, Demi Moore. Oh, God, strip tease, bro. <laughs> She's still in excellent shape for her age. Uh, but yeah, and that's uh, that's Mr. Hughes. And he's yeah, I, w- I would say like Judd Apatow is like kind of the new John Hughes. The Frat Pack is that what they're calling him now? Because well, he ha- he was a big fan of the Rat Pack, and then yeah. he made this group of uh, actors, which was then called the Brat Pack. And then there was another group of people called the Frat Pack, and I think that was Apatow and Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn, all those guys, uh, Will Ferrell's, Luke the, Will- yeah. yeah, okay. All- yeah, well, I, I don't know. I don't know if Ferrell I don't know, like Seth Rogen. Yeah, Seth like, Rogen. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I'm, I mean, not a, I'm not 100% who. Well, I mean, if you look at the movies that Judd Apa, that uh, John Hughes did in the 80s, and yeah. you're like, okay, someone who is that prominent nowadays, right. I would say Judd Apatow. For sure. As far as that sure. like, series. That prolific of, sort of. Exactly. Just pushing out work. So let's dive into the movie. Well, oh, you well got more? We, we got a few more, man. A let's few let's more. talk about our director here. Oh, Mr. Feynman. Yeah, it was directed by Peter Feynman, who was also known for one of only two movies he directed. Uh, Crocodile Dundee yep, yep. in 86. Uh, most of his career is he's, he's really well known in Australian uh, television uh, for doing like the Paul Hogan show, um, the Don Lane show, the Graham Kennedy show. And he produced uh, Fern Gully, right? He produced Fern Gully, yep. yeah. And uh, so this was his only film that he had filmed entirely in the U.S. You okay with there? It's a little warm. We open the windows. You getting a little hot flash? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever you need to do to get yourself comfortable, please. I'm do also so. drinking coffee. I think that's oh, true. Right too. We got a little hot on hot. <laughs> all right. Uh, so yeah. All right. Uh, as we jump into the movie, it's Dutch 1991. Big year for movies. We already talked about uh, in a previous episode a lot of the big titles that came out that year. So we're not going to spend too much time. 
messing with that. This movie is an hour and 47 minutes long. It is rated PG-13. Uh, done by 20th Century Fox. And yeah, and uh, what was, uh, I think we had the budget here somewhere. Yeah, the budget was $17 million and it made 4.6. That's right. So uh, by, for all intents and purposes, it was a flop. Flippity flappity flop. Do you have the uh, Rotten Tomatoes scores? Uh, I got Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, uh, go ahead and do that. Puts it at uh, 14% on the tomato meter based on 22 reviews. Has an audience score of 62%, uh, which is about 7,000 reviews. And I think audience scores definitely matter more. Yeah, they got um, like 66 on the audience? Uh, 60, 62%? 62. Okay. I, I know it's close. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so um, so Dutch is about a uh, working class guy named Dutch Dooley who um, gets, he, he's got to get to know his girlfriend's son. And, uh, and uh, so he's a, a good guy that volunteers to pick him up from a prep school only to learn that her son isn't the nicest kid. And the, the movie begins with us at a, at, a, at a swanky soiree. At a fuck you mansion. And uh, this really nice house, and it kind of shows Valley's parking. We go inside, and we see a group of women talking to a woman named Natalie Standish. That's correct. And Natalie Standish is played by Joe Beth Williams. Joe Beth Williams, yes. And uh, you would know her from? Joe Beth was probably most popularly known for her role in Poltergeist. Uh, she was also in The Big Chill in 83. Um uh, she was the mom in Jungle to Jungle as well. And uh, she was in a couple of the movies. I think the big one, another big one was like The Day After. Uh, but yeah, she's a, she's a, she's pretty recognizable for anybody who watched a lot of movies. Kramer versus Kramer. Yeah, she had, let me see her face. You know her. So she's chit-chatting sure. chit -chat with these high society ladies. Uh -huh. And uh, they're kind of talking down to her because she is, you find out that she is divorced. Right. And... Uh, they're like, oh, we didn't see you at the other party. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I guess, you know, I guess something happened so to the mail. Something must have been a mistake. And, uh, and all those ladies you're talking to are totally, like, being snooty and looking oh, down Oh, they're looking down because, you know, she was, <clears throat> and she even says, she's like, you know, oh, well, you know, if uh, if Reed hadn't have met me at the the uh, golf club that yeah. we, all you guys visit and knocked me up to have a child, we never would have been friends. And right. she's like, <laughs> you know, giving them the... Pushing the, their buttons. Exactly. Yeah. And then, like, oh, are you here with anybody? She goes, yeah. And he's like, oh, well, you have to point him out. And she goes, oh, you'll know him when you see him. Yeah. And he's talking about Dutch. And then immediately you see you Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill is Dutch. And, and he's smoking a cigar outside. Like yeah. he like kind of propped open like a French door to go outside. He gets attacked by like a small dog. Yeah, because the maid shuts the uh, the door on him, and he's like, "God damn it!" And then this little rat dog starts chilling on his leg, <laughs> and uh, he dips into a. Um, he goes into like a someone's like, like study, study someone's yeah. office. And there's like you know people talking and having good times, smoking cigars and drinking their scotch. <laughs> and he comes in and he's like, he, he grabs, grabs a, a cracker with, with caviar, caviar on it, and he just kind of flicks it into the ashtray. He's like. He, like, ashes the cracker like a cigarette. Yeah, like, just flicks it in. And and what does he say? Uh, he says, uh, I never eat anything that a fish deposits in a riverbed. <laughs> I have to concur. I wouldn't eat anything yeah, I deposit no, in a riverbed either. Have you had caviar? No, it's but I've had, I've had roe. I've actually had caviar. I've had beluga caviar. Is it bad? I don't like it. It's an acquired taste. I was, I was doing magic for someone in Lake Nona, and you're talking like money, 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 money type of people. Fucking caviar? People and like still go out of their way to get that? Yeah, just, they just still buy it. Is, like a, is it like a status symbol? I don't know. I think some people actually do enjoy it. Right. I nah, mean, I just... what, uh, when I think of like disgusting foods that people enjoy, well, I mean, I'm one to talk. I like pickled eggs. Uh, yeah. Pickled beets you're, are good, you're too. You're disgusting. Yeah. You're... Well, I mean, okay... You ever had Marmite? 
Uh, no. Is it? Is that like? It's a lot like Vegemite, but oh, it's like this disgusting. British one's yeah. like a yeast extract. Ooh, they, they I've like, had uh, Vegemite before. Ugh, it's nasty. My buddy Neil, love you, Neil, but that shit's gross. So, um, well, then, then we meet uh, we meet Reed Standish, right. who's played by uh, Christopher McDonald. Which Christopher you would McDonald, yeah. the minute you see this man, you know exactly who he is. Yeah, he's uh, Shooter McGavin. He's Shooter McGavin, the greatest golfer of all time. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He always plays such a great douche. He's 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 the king of the douches really well for actors. At playing a douche, I hear he's uh, the nicest man in the entire world, but he just plays such he's really early assholes. It. Some of the, like uh, other great movies he's been in are uh, Quiz Show. Yeah, uh, um, I liked him in Requiem for a Dream. He was Tappy Timmons. He was that like infomercial guy. It was like Juice by You, Juice by You. Oh, that, uh, okay, it's Ellen, been a while since I've seen that movie. Ellen Burstyn. Well, that's my. Uh, it's your Aronofsky. My Aronofsky drop. reference. I love Aronofsky. Uh, let's see. He was in The Perfect Storm, The Skulls, The Faculty. I feel like The Faculty is getting slept on a lot. That movie's really, it's really good. It's a sleeper good. hit. We yeah, can do that. totally. Well, maybe when a good like Alien Invasion movie comes out, we'll, we'll, we'll bring that one up. SLC Punk. Um, he also played uh, John Krakauer in uh, Into Thin Air. which is Krakauer. Uh, John Krakauer. Yeah, he wrote Into the Wild, uh, Into Thin Air. Uh, under the banner of heaven, he's like an investigative journalist who like talks about like real. Oh, I, thought stuff. Into the, I thought Into the Wild was like Kurak or something. Into the Wild was about uh, that guy Chris McCandless. Oh, the boy. Yeah, they made, into Alaska. Alaska. they made a movie. They made a movie. Yeah, Sean that. Penn did that back yeah, in 07. I saw that movie. That That's more good. or less the reason why like, I ended up in Alaska yeah, he, from the, reading that book. The kid changes name like Super Tramp or something like that. Alexander Super Tramp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that. I think I watched that with Megan when we were That's first like dating. Excellent soundtrack too. It was Eddie Vedder's solo album and soundtrack like debut. Crazy. Like the whole, the whole, it's it's wonderful. We're I love that topic. shit. Eh, well, we're sort of we're sort of relating it to uh, to Mr. McDonald here. He also voiced um, Jor El multiple times in, in various incarnations of the Superman. Oh, animated. nice. Uh, so yeah, he's he's awesome. So we meet him. He kind of um, he pulls Natalie aside because they're ex husband, ex wife, and mm-hmm. he, he's talking about their son D- uh, Doyle. Doyle. Doyle, not Dutch. Doyle. Doyle Standish. And uh, who he, names their kid Doyle? Doyle. Uh, that's not. A, I've never met a Doyle. I've heard Doyle as a last name. Yeah. You know, a Doyle rule. Sounds like those fucking, those ornate things you put on like saucers. A doily? A doily. There it yeah, is. Doily. Yeah. <laughs> so they're talking about Doyle and uh, I guess uh, Reed is supposed to take him for Thanksgiving, but mm-hmm. he's got an important London trip and Gotta can't go. go. So he basically forces his ex-wife Natalie to call <clears throat> Doyle and tell him that his dad's not picking him up. Like yeah. what a douche. You can't make the phone call yourself. Right. That's in keeping with his character. Yeah. Um, and at this time when they're talking, uh, yeah. Dutch kind of walks up and then Reed's being the douche. And he's yeah, like, excuse he's like, me, this is a family to, conversation. Blah, 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 they're private. Blah, 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 blah. And uh, after they're done talking, Dutch grabs Reed. And yeah. he, he looks at him and he goes, hey, if you if you ever hurt her, and he's talking to Reed, he goes, if you ever hurt her, I'm going to hit you so hard your dog will bleed. Yeah. And then and Dutch has got this. <laughs> he says it with a smile, too. And that yeah, Ed O'Neill. And that, that sarcastic. I love it. He's just like, I'll hit you Did you so want to talk about hurt? Ed? You didn't really mention anything about Yeah, him. I was, I was going to come to that right after this uh Right after that, um, that line because it was a good line. He's like, yeah. "I'm gonna hit you so fucking hard." <laughs> and and it, it, there's so many good lines in this. Uh, we we didn't capture all of them. That's right. Uh, Ed O'Neill married with children. I mean, that's that's his biggest claim to fame. Yeah. Married with children. He's on Modern Family now. Uh, he plays part of Dutch Dooley, um, and he, he's he's had a really awesome career too. Like he was, he started out with uh, this movie Cruising in 1980 with Pacino. Um, I've never seen this. I'm gonna have to see it. I haven't either. Like, uh, I'm gen- most of my what I know, like right off the top of my head, is stuff I've seen in the 80s and 90s for the most part. 
Um, he was in a, uh, a made-for-TV movie in 86 called Popeye Doyle, which is based on Gene Hackman's character, Popeye Doyle, from The French Connection, which won uh, Best Picture. So that's such a slow movie. Yeah. Um, let's see. He was in Wayne's World as Glenn, the uh, the donut yeah, shop that's, manager. That's one of my favorites. I love him in that one. He's like, hey, come here. Come one, here. one and two. Yeah, he's in both. He's like, why is it that if a man kills another man in battle, it's called heroic? Yet if he kills a man in the heat of passion, it's called murder. And he's always grabbing the camera. He's like, hey, come here. Come here. Come yeah, here. yeah, yeah. I think in the second one, he tries doing it. They're like, nope, 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 yeah, nope. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, Little Giants, the bone collector. He's played a cop a lot. We are going to do Little Giants. Super Bowl. Yeah, I think that's a good the idea. Super, the Super Bowl weekend, Little, uh, I'm, I'm already writing it down. Little Giants Little is going to be our, sure. uh, our Super Bowl movie. There's so many good sports movies out there. There are. Like uh, Necess- Unnecessary Roughness, stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. That's a great one. May- you know, maybe we'll do a poll or something like that. My dad, my dad had a bunch he was suggesting to me earlier because he like he was. Uh, There's a bunch. We were talking about. Ed we Ed we Ed will be too. doing a sports movie for, for sure for that. Um, a couple interesting tidbits about Mr. O'Neill. Uh, he invented the popular sandwich known as the Boone at a famous deli in Setauket, or Setauket, uh, New York. Sorry, New Yorkers, if I butchered that. Uh, he actually practices Brazilian jiu-jitsu, has for 15 years, and has earned his black belt. Uh, he used to teach social studies in Youngstown, Ohio, where he also went to college and played football. And he was also signed by the Pittsburgh Steelers in 69 as an outside linebacker, but was released before the start of the season. Um, and a, a little bit about Married with Children. Contrary to popular lore, Al Bundy and the family were named for the wrestler King Kong Bundy and not Ted Bundy, Ted Bundy the serial killer. And uh, he was in a series of 1-800-Collect commercials back in the day, too, which I vaguely remember, but he definitely was. Yeah, I was trying to think, uh, when we talked about that last time, the 1-800-Collect, I was trying to figure out, because I, I thought Polly Shore was a 1-800-Collect person. He might have as well. I remember before, like, when pay phones were still a thing and before cell phones became more prevalent. They did a bunch. There was a lot of, uh, like, those numbers you could call, collect 1-800-Collect, 1010-321, 1010-220. Remember all those? Well, I, we used to do it when we'd ride our bikes around town. It'd yeah. be like, you know, we didn't have change to make, you know, when pay phones were still around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we'd dial it real quick, and you'd be like, Mom, <clears> I'm Okay. <throat> Yeah, oh, yeah, instead quick, of saying he, your name, be like, come get me up. Yeah, yeah, he, well, she'd always just be like, check in, so he'd be like, would you accept a call from? I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So after this um, little scuffle between uh, Dutch and Reed, we, we cut to a boarding school in Atlanta, Georgia, where we meet uh, Doyle, the son. So there's a phone, there's like a pay phone at the very bottom of the stairs that rings. His mom is calling for Doyle. This kid answers, like one of the other students. And he goes up to get Doyle, and this is kind of the uh, the scene that we uh, that we get here. Doyle, Doyle. Do you know how to knock? Your mom's on the phone. Do you know how to knock? The door was open. It wasn't open. It was unlocked. Someone from any sort of decent background would knock. And she's not my ma. I don't have a ma. You may have a ma. I have a mother. Okay? Do you want to take the call, shithead? I could have you written up for profanity. Yeah? I'm terrified. I will have you written up. Working in the kitchen will be good for you, Teddy. You can have a taste of what your career at Burger King will be like. 
So we get that fucking how douchey this kid what is. What a he, dick. He is he is the product of his father. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He's he's got a silver spoon all the way up and, his ass. And there's kind of a callback to this later when he's he's cleaning his computer. You see how OCD, he, dude. His room is so nice. He's yeah. got so much money. I think that little lounging chair he has is it OCD as much as it is just like uh, this sort of sense of proper. Maybe it's like that. he's very particular. But I mean, he's cleaning everything like with such detail. Right. And you have like the nice music playing right. in the background. And this little douche nozzle is uh, Ethan Embry, only he was... He was uh, known as Ethan Randall. Ethan Randall at the time, And yeah. he changed his name later on, because he changed it to his <clears throat> grandfather's last name just to ha- kind of reboot his career type of deal. I thought it was just sort of like a something he did in honor of his grandpa. Oh, was it? I yeah. don't know if he did that because he just didn't want to be associated or... Oh, I have no idea. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know that... He changed his name. Yeah, he changed his name for whatever yeah. reason. So I'm, you you <clears throat> know him as Ethan Embry. Yeah. And uh, you've also seen him in Empire Records. He was Mark. Uh, he was in That Thing You Do, White Squall, Vegas Vacation. Sweet Home Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama, correct. Yeah, um, I liked him in Vegas Vacation, though. Papa he was Giorgio. In, <clears throat> he did a couple movies in the in the 2000s that I really liked. I saw a Timeline in 03 with my high school girlfriend. He was in that. That was good. Eagle Eye was pretty cool. He did, like, one episode of Walking Dead. Uh, he was in that movie First Man about Neil Armstrong with um, oh the new one with what's Ryan his, Gosling yeah that I movie see, was cool I didn't see it was it good I liked it yeah uh, da- Damien Chazelle did that one I do like astronaut movies yeah me like, too like Space Cowboys the right oh, stuff yeah. stuff like that he was in uh, also Apollo thirteen in, um he was also in Harold and Kumar okay yeah and uh, he was in Harold and Kumar yeah according to what I looked up yeah oh. maybe not not like NPH or in it as often but he's in it gotcha um. And I guess he was a, a gymnast when he was a kid. I guess you can see him doing backflips and can't hardly wait. I haven't seen that movie in like well, twenty years. In the movie, he does a lot of karate. Which uh, he yeah. goes he goes downstairs, answers the phone, and talks to his mom. And his right. mom's telling him his dad's not picking him up, and he's being kind of a prick to his. Uh, you can kind of hear an airplane go by. Maybe <laughs> we live in a real close proximity to a. Uh, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Here it wow. Comes. Listen to that. Yeah, it's a, that's probably a big old Virgin airplane. Yeah, we live very close to uh, the airport. The yeah. airport. So, but we have our windows open because it's it's nice out. It's nice out. Why not? Um. Anyway, so yeah, he's talking to his mom. He's kind of being a little prick about it. He's and she's saying, "Hey, you know, I bought you a plane ticket. You can come stay home with me for Thanksgiving." He's, he's just like, shooting it down. He's just shooting it down. He's like, "No, dad, not the come. plane." The uh... <laughs> <laughs> he's saying that his dad will come get him, and he hangs up the phone. And Dutch is preparing dinner <clears throat> for, uh, Natalie for Natalie in yeah. her in her home. And he's just he's hacking up he's this kind fucking of chicken. It, yeah. yeah, like I think he's trying to cut it with like a, a, a like a butcher's knife. I thought he had a cleaver. No, he picks up. He's trying to cut it with a butcher's knife, and then okay. he then he picks up the cleaver and he's like, "Fuck this shit!" <laughs> just starts, starts, puts it in like a big uh, barrel, and he's telling her the entire time, "He's like, I can pick him up. You know, I'll go get him." Yeah, he's, he's like, "It's he's, a, he wants to bond with the kid because he loves his he loves this lady," and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do something you know nice and and special for you." And he said, "What better way?" To, to for a couple of guys to bond that on a road trip exactly or something to that effect and uh, and it was funny when he's cooking uh, it cuts t- it cuts to a uh, like the finished product it, what you think is it's sort of like a fake out it looks like the finished meal but then it pans out and they're in a restaurant yeah they're in a restaurant yeah and then they're like mm, that smells good yeah and then, yeah he says I'm gonna go pick up the kid he's like nothing's better than two guys driving and bonding and uh, you got a little distracted there for a second. That's all right. Um, I think we were at the point where uh, he, he says to Natalie, "Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go pick up the kid." Yeah, I'm gonna and go pick up the kid, and then uh, it cuts to Doyle. 
Doyle's in like the uh, gymnasium. gymnasium. He's doing yeah. his karate moves. He's actually pretty good. He's in his full gi too, like working by himself. Yeah, and, and the kid that uh, came up earlier that didn't knock on the door um, yeah. is like, hey, you know, we can, um, you can come have Thanksgiving at my place with my parents. <laughs> and he's like, why the fuck would I do that? Yeah. You only, you only go to the school because your dad's a janitor here or something like that. Such a dick. He's uh, oh, and at one scene he's like walking down the hallway and he kicks the guy's. Does he, uh, he kick a trash can over? Yeah, like a janitor's cleaning oh, up and he right. knocks yeah. the whole thing over. Um, Dutch drives down. He goes into. Um, yeah, it's pretty quick, like. Passage of yeah. time, we get right to Dutch showing up at the showing school. Showing up at the school with like that music playing, the doo 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 doo. And yeah. uh, he shows up, he starts ru- kind of rummaging through Doyle's room, mm-hmm. finds like a picture of him and his mom. And, right. And Doyle walks in and thinks it's Reed. He's right. like, hey, dad. And yeah. then Doyle turns around and he's like, hey. Bomp, bomp. And fucking Doyle like chucks a book at his face. He's like, well, boom, hits him in the head and just starts beating the shit <clears throat> out of Dutch. Is that what he does? He starts hitting him? Yeah, because you think he's like a, like an he, intruder. Yeah, he throws the book at him, and he's like, oh, pow, 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 and kicks him in the balls and stuff like that. <laughs> and then he pulls out a, a pellet gun, like a handheld pellet uh, gun, yeah. like a, looks like a handgun, and like shoots him a couple of times. I bet that's not allowed at school. No, definitely not. And uh, Dutch, Dutch ends up getting the pellet gun and throws right. the kid down. He's like, I'm Dutch Dooley. I'm your yeah. mom's boyfriend. Yeah. I came to get you. Uh, and you know, he's like, I'm not fucking going, not going with anywhere. You. And uh, Dutch has a solution for that problem. He does. And uh, he basically hog ties him to a hockey yeah. stick. Carries him out like a piece of luggage. Yeah. Busts out a couple double doors. And uh, yeah, I got it the... It sounds a lot like this. It does sound a lot like this. And here it is. What do you like to do for fun? Well, you like to wiggle and grunt. Me too. <laughs> and then the music, that music, they cut. They're driving in the car. He's tied up in the back seat. Yeah. He keeps him back there for a minute too. He yeah. mentions something about the yeah. gag he uses. Yeah, he's like, uh, he's like, hey, you know, I'm sorry. I know we were in a rush leaving, and so I wasn't quite sure if those jockeys I stuffed in your in your mouth were, were clean or dirty. And he's like, and spits him out. He like threatens to sue him. Yeah, like, kids threatening legal litigation. Like yeah. a ten year old's throwing like <laughs> some big ass words out. And mm-hmm. uh, he's like, "Stop, the, stop the car now! Let me out!" He's like, "Well, I'm going pretty fast as a soft, a soft shoulder." shoulder. <laughs> and he slams on the brakes. Uh, yeah, throws him out of the out of the off the bench seat. Yeah, into like the floor of the car. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, I I, I think the you know, it, they, it cuts to them driving through the night. Yeah, and the kids immediately starts kind of ridiculing him and his. Working class nature. And exactly. And then we, all we that. and we find out that he used to be a cement truck driver. Yeah. Which and, I think Ed O'Neill did. Which was, he was a cement truck real driver life, in real yeah. life. And uh, yeah, so he's just talking down to the working class. And he's like, you got any music, I mean, any amusing anecdotes? And, you know, he's trying anything to get through to the kid to, to have fun. To have fun, yeah. And they end up pulling into a. Um, a Dutch f- starts singing and stuff, right? Yeah, at one tries point. Tries to give him a little bit of a reality check, but nothing, nothing's getting through to him. And I, they, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have the clip of him singing, but if you watch the trailer, you'll have yeah, a little clip of that. Yeah, he's going nuts. And then uh, they, they go do, to, they make they a, go to a gas station, which is also a fireworks depot uh-huh. in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And this is no normal fireworks depot. This it's thing massive. is it's like a fucking warehouse. Yeah. It's huge. Massive. And, and, and it's the fastest uh, shopping trip shopping trip I've ever seen. He walks in, walks out, and he's got like 50 fireworks. Yeah. And it I must think, have been all impulse buys right at their cash register. And Dutch is uh, Dutch is pretty much telling him uh, what, what does Doyle say? He goes, "What are we going to light these off here in the?" In the he's like, "No, 
Yeah. I'm going to go down the road a piece. So they go to like some park and there's like a fun. Like right outside someone's like uh, it, field or farmland. That's what it looked like. By a the, fence. Yeah, by a fence of the gate. So I don't yeah. know if maybe they were doing that. Because I mean, it's Tennessee. They probably just and pulled off the road. you see like a really, really great like sort of like character moment for Dutch. Because he's essentially a, a giant kid. And we find out. I did I did do the math later. Uh, Ed O'Neill was 45. When 45. They, when they filmed this. He yeah. looks pretty young when he's he did it He's 73 now. Yeah, he's getting up there. Yeah. I know, right? Crazy. Well, he was drafted in 69. When my father was six years old to play for the Steelers, if you think about that, Jesus, you know, I never, I never knew he was that much I older. Didn't know he was that yeah. old? I mean, he looks pretty old in Modern Family now, but oh yeah, now I mean, you could see him balding and whatnot in the eighties and nineties with Married with Children, but he, he definitely had a, a more inherent youth. Yeah, um, with it, with this one, he uh, he does. They pull off to the side. He's like, "Come on, let's light some fireworks." D- Doyle stays in the car, and then Dutch. Starts lighting off these fireworks. There's like a fanfare type music playing yeah, in the some background. Music plays. And he's having fun. He's like, you know, shooting off rockets. And at, and at one point, I don't know what it's called, but it's it's like this little spinny contraption that yeah. you put a nail through it on like a fence post. And, and it'll it goes, spin. It, it just spins around. What did I call it last time? A fizzy whiz banger? Something or like something? That. I think they lifted that out of Harry Potter. <laughs> and <laughs> it flies off the nail and starts chasing Dutch around like yeah. a fucking flying saucer. It lands on his jacket. No, it lands in, in the bag. It lands inside the bag full oh. of fireworks. And then he's like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. We got to so, get out of here. So he takes off his big, thick jacket, throws it over the thing of fireworks, and the fireworks start blasting through the jacket. And then, and, and does he, he lose the jacket or does he put the tattered one back on? No, he puts the tattered one back on. But okay. the entire time this is happening, when everything's going to shit, you can kind of see Doyle start to kind of giggle. And yeah. Like, well, yeah. You know, he's having a. He's, He's having a good time, but he's pretending not to. Right. And then once everything's done, yeah. Dutch, I don't Dutch, care, I don't Dutch care puts how the jacket. stuck up of a kid you are. You, you enjoy fireworks. fireworks. Yeah, That's you have right. to. Uh, he puts the jacket back on. There's a big fucking hole through it. There's just fluff flying everywhere. Is this when, uh, don't they stop for food? They, yeah, there's like a quick little thing because he, he goes to call Natalie to oh, let them know right, that yeah. we're, we're, we're on our on way. way. We're doing yeah. Everything's great. Um, they stop at like the greasy, like some greasy spoon. Yeah, it, it, I wouldn't even eat there. I mean, like no, just watch. Like I think they purposely made it look really bad the way they were cooking. And I, I it's, did it's, like read, a tr- it's like a truck stop. It is a truck stop. I did read that when they were scouting locations for this uh, movie, they literally did take a route from Georgia to Chicago, and along and the fly. way, oh, nice. along the way, they would be like, "Oh, this place, this place, this place That's is a great smart. spot." Yeah, so that like even when you're watching the movie, even if you can't necessarily like identify where they mm-hmm. are. You, it, it's it's along the way because so, you start getting uh, more like snowier and snowier as they yeah traveling. it gets colder and colder. And some of those, despite the way they look, some of those truck stop fucking eateries are delicious. Oh no, they're awesome. I love a good greasy spoon place, man. Sometimes you. Need what does what does he say to the waitress? Oh, he yeah, he's like looking at the menu and it's like stuck together, it's like like comes <laughs> apart. And he looks at it and she's like, "What do you want, honey?" And he goes, "Anything that won't make me vomit," is what Doyle says. He's a real charmer. Yeah. Uh, they get back in the car and they're driving, mm-hmm. and this is where we have this kind of scene where they're they're kind of battling each other yeah. because Dutch is like he's got the he, the radio on, he's got the radio turned up. He cracks the window, uh-huh. uh, turns the heat off, uh-huh. and yeah. So basically, it's just a, a one up in each other. They keep like fucking with the radio, fucking with that. Yeah. And then I think at one point, change on the channel, rolling yeah, the windows I, up and down. I think Dutch like messes with his seat where it goes all the way forward. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. He's like, oh, you want to play around? I'll, I'll do something funny. How's that? Is that working for you? And yeah. like, you still can't get through to this kid. And the kid's 
He's just being a dick. Fucking and then sucks. at one point, they, they're like, hey, let's make a bet, you know? Oh, oh he also oh, said, he also oh, yeah, this he threatens, is, he's like, I'm going to get you. Yeah, he's like, oh, by the way, I still got this fucking uh, pellet gun. And yeah. I'm going to shoot you in the ass. Believe I owe me. you one, you little shit. Yeah. Believe me, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. And they decide to make like a, a one, who can one up somebody? Because I think Doyle's yeah, they make like, a wager. He's like, I'm going to, I'm going to get you, you know, bad. Would you throw out some exorbitant like number? $5,000. He's like, oh, we. Yeah, what do you have that? You, uh, yeah, Dutch is like, well, let me guess. You, I, I bet you have all that cash underneath your bed in a little monogram box or something yeah. like that. <laughs> He's like, how about something a little, uh, a little more simple or conservative? Yeah, it's like twenty dollars. Like so Dutch sets his cigar down in like the car ashtray, and when he goes to shake hands with Doyle, Doyle grabs the uh, cigar, throws it in his lap, uh-huh. and they fucking speed at it and like troll because well, his crotch catches on fire, and and as you would, he reacts by swerving a whole lot and. Uh, doesn't he kick him out of the car right after that? Yo, he, gets, he, he gets out of the car. He's like, I'm all fucked. Yeah, he was like done with it. And then Doyle gets out of the car, runs out into a field, and starts pelting like nasty Throwing, snow. Yeah, and mud and mud snow and shit. and shit at the car. And he's and, like, all right, you know what? Yeah, the he, next hotel's up. He's like, you do that one more time. Do that one more time. And he throws it. And he's like, all right, the motel's 50 miles down yeah. the road. Throws his jacket out and just speeds away. Bye. And yeah. he, he drives away. And the kid's like, fucking I'm for real? I'm going to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> that is abuse. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of abuse that goes on in this, but the, I think the kid fucking deserved it. I mean, yeah, I mean, but that's a hell of a walk. I mean, you wouldn't leave a 13 or how old was he? 12, 13, something like that. You wouldn't leave a kid like on the well, side of the road in the middle of nowhere. Dutch is hanging out at the motel and he, he's not really sleeping. He keeps looking out the window. Cause yeah, he's, he's looking worried. for him. He's sure, like, sure. He's like, fuck, should he's I gonna let that? his girlfriend's kid die? Uh, Doyle does go to a payphone and calls his mother mm-hmm. and his mom answers, but he doesn't say anything. He kind of just hangs up the phone because right. I think he feels he's like, I don't, you know, I, there were only a There's couple of moments before the yeah before the end of the movie um, when he really reacts better. There's not too many like um, moments of, of positive reaction that he has towards, towards his, his mother. mother. Yeah, I think mean, one of the other ones you see he bl- briefly. He blames his mom for the divorce, right? Pretty much. Yeah, she well, did, that's she he's listening to his father's fucking exactly. bullshit opinion. Yeah, because he lives with his dad. Because he was about to cut her out of a photo, and then he, at one he point j- almost. Like Does places the scissors on it and then he like withdraws. Yeah. 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 He's just, he's that teenager that's torn between parents. Right. And so he uh, makes it back to the hotel. Makes it back to the hotel. Dwight Yoakam's guitars and Cadillacs are playing in the background. Cadillacs, Cadillacs, he's a great actor, I have to say. Dwight Yoakam? Yeah. You ever seen uh, Panic Room? Um, That's the one with. Uh, Jared Leto and uh, it Co- I thought Costner was in that. One. No, no, it's uh, Jodie Foster. Uh, okay. Jodie Foster and a young uh, Kristen Stewart. Didn't Bruce Willis play like the cop in that? No, that was. Uh, I was thinking of something else. Well, Forrest Whitaker was in it. I'm thinking of something else. I can't there there the were a couple was. movies that came out. That's the a same great. Time. That's a great David Fincher. Anyway, Dwight Yoakam is this masked fucking sociopath in this movie. Oh, nice. Really great. I didn't know anyway. he really acted. Dude, he's a great actor. I should Good say. Singer. Yeah, excellent and, singer. Uh, he gets in. Uh, Dutch is like, oh, you know, thought you maybe died out there. And Doyle's like, where are my bags? He's like, oh, in the car. I didn't think you were going to show up. So Doyle grabs the keys and basically steals the car. Yeah. And another airplane. Another plane. Another plane coming in. Lots of travel. <laughs> are there certain types of day that there's more air traffic? Or I is think it just right consistent? now. I think it's because it's, oh, it's roughly around And of course, o'clock. we had to choose this time to do it. Yeah. Um, uh, so before like the kid goes out to the car, like he has a little talk with Dutch. And Dutch said something to the effect of, I'm a working class nobody. But I don't take crap from anybody. Yeah. And he steals the car, and Dutch is like, oh, shit. He runs out in his underwear, but it's cold. <laughs> and he goes to put his uh, his pants back on, and when he comes back out, he realizes the car is parked in you the know, middle of the street. He's like, ah! And this fucking Mack truck just smashes T-bones it. T-bones it. Yeah, just, like, 
drags it down the road almost. It really totals it. Um, so he's flipping, flipping out because yeah. he thinks the kid's in the car. Yeah, so the guy, uh, the trucker gets out and uh, Dutch, and they're like, Doyle, Doyle, oh my God, Doyle. And then Doyle shows up, and he just basically says, we're even now. Yeah. You know, what a fucking sociopath. I know. Like, if, if you have the fucking brass swingers enough at that age to steal a car or to... Or "Quote unquote steal," and and allow it to be destroyed. Uh, who knows what you're gonna do when you get older? Uh, uh, they be, uh, who's the the, well, the, the truck driver? Because he was really familiar. You got that written down. Yeah, right? I do. It's Mickey Jones. I remember we were watching it and we were like, "Who is that?" That's that guy. Stringy beard. Stringy Just beard. Looks like a trucker. He always has a dirty hat on. Where did that shit go? Uh, he was in Home Improvement. Yeah, he was, he was in a of, bunch of stuff. It's fine. You don't have to look it up. Well, I, 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 unless well, you have I wanted to say, oh, there it is. There okay, I'm go. sorry. Uh, so, yeah, he always kind of plays that same kind of like truck driver or like henchman or like, you know, tough guy thug. He was in uh, Starman. I think he was a truck driver in that one, too. Um, did you ever see that one? No. Jeff Bridges so. and Karen Allen. Pretty good. Uh, Star I, man. I think it, he's like an alien that comes down and, and, and takes over the body of this woman's dead husband. It sounds familiar, but I, I, I was one. thinking of a different Jeff Bridges movie. I think it's a carpenter. I'm not sure. I think it's a carpenter. Total Recall, Sling Blade. He was in Vacation, and uh, he was in... I remember him most for being in Home Improvement. He was always like a regular on Tool Time. Yeah. Remember they had that band come in that played like tools as instruments? He was the drummer. Nice. Anyway, so Dutch convinces... The driver to, to not press any charges, kind of go along with his fib. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, thanks for you know going along with my story." He gives yeah. the guy some money, and he's yeah. like, "Hey, if this doesn't fix the repairs, here's my business card." Yeah, like Dutch is an upstanding gentleman. Yeah, Dutch is also the, he owns a construction business, and despite like his working class, he makes money. Look, he makes pretty good amount of money, yeah. and that like humbles him, and and the kid refuses to see it because he thinks he sees this blue collar schmuck. Yeah, this you know? idiot that's not educated yeah. or yeah. anything like that. Um. Dutch goes back into the hotel room and pretty much lays it on to uh, oh yeah to to Doyle and here's he lays it down. Here's the clip. Listen, you little son of a bitch! You could have killed somebody with a stunt like that. That poor bastard was on his way home to see his family, and because you want to play some kind of a spoiled brat prank, you put his life in jeopardy. Now, what gives you the right to do that, huh? I guess I didn't think about that. You better start thinking about a little something else besides your own spoiled ass. I took on this idiotic assignment because I love your mother. I gotta wonder how nuts I am. Man, I've met some scum in my life, but you beat all, man. You are absolutely worthless. You know what? This isn't a joke anymore. This is a full-blown mission. You're not gonna beat me. I've had my head split open, my nose mashed. I've been kicked and beat and left for dead. When I set you down on your mama's doorstep, you're gonna be one whipped little puppy. Man, I love Ed O'Neill. Yeah, and I think at one point, uh, it's either before this or after this, he talks about his pinky ring. You know, oh, yeah. he's, he's like, he no said, one's going to uh, fuck with me because of last this. Guy. Last guy I hit with this, uh, you know, he, he dribbles when he smiles. Yeah. He dribbles when he talks. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of a callback to later on in the movie. It, it's, that's not, this isn't the same point because I think right after this, they, they he's like, oh, you, know, you want to show you how to fight? Or, uh, yeah, yeah. So, kind of like square yeah, up. Yeah, after like, this, they square up a little bit and he's like, you know what? You know what? Let's fight like real men. I'm gonna none of this karate bullshit. Yeah, and he's like, I'm put him up. And he's, yeah, like, he's, he's like, like hold your hands right let me here. Grab just your so. little fingers and push him <laughs> down. <laughs> and he's like doing that. And then in, what is it? Uh, Dutch puts his hands in his pocket. He's like, I'm gonna give you the free shot, you little shit. Yeah. And Doyle just cold cocks him, just knocks his ass out, and he, he hits the ground with his hands still in his pockets, <laughs> his face down, ass in the air. And Hilarious. Do- and Doyle just like runs in the bathroom and shuts the door because he's yeah. like, oh my god. 
Uh, and from there, you see a little bit of a passage, and, it, and down there, they're just relaxing in bed. Yeah, and the uh, uh, Dutch had bought some nudie cards yeah. uh, when he was at the fireworks store. Kid gets store. a hold of them. Kid gets a hold of them, and he kind of looks at the nudie cards. And Dutch kind of sees it and smiles a little bit. So there's a, there's this just weird dynamic between them that it's like they're bonding, but it's <clears throat> it's it's like breaking a dog. You right. know? It's like, I love the dog, but he's an asshole type of thing. There is a small point uh, in this in this passage where Dutch is laying in bed and he, and he opens up his wallet and you see, he's got a couple of hundos, you know, yeah, and it's that before the, the, the bill. Yeah, he has a photo of uh, Natalie and That's he right. was kind of looking at it going like, I'm doing this for her. I'm if you pause, her. if you actually pause the movie just right, yeah. uh, you get a, you can get a clip or I'm sorry, not a clip, but a, a clear shot of his driver's license. Oh, what does it say? It says David Dooley. Oh, so, so we learned David. Yeah. Okay. His name's David. And, and we never really get a story as to why Dutch is his nickname. Uh, maybe it's the two D's, double D, double Dutch. I have no idea. No idea. Um, but yeah, you get to see that. And that's a nice little detail there because there really isn't any other explanation with that, but it's pretty cool. Uh, they wake up in the morning and they decide they're going to go eat food and uh, at a little diner. Mm-hmm. And of course, Doyle being a dick. Uh-huh. And he's like, well, there's he, something that I can do that he, you can't. Yeah, he, yeah, there's something I can do that you can't. And Doyle's like, what? He's like, I can pay for my my breakfast. <laughs> yeah, and then he burps. He's like, mm, nothing mm. better than a burp bacon or something like, like that. nothing burps like bacon. Yeah, how was your like, water? Your water looked tasty. <laughs> <laughs> and they're in the middle of nowhere. So even though Dutch has money, he's mm-hmm. trying to teach uh, Doyle He's got lesson. at least 200 bucks on the wallet. Yeah, they could, they could have gotten home. But he's like, you know yeah. what? We're going to hitchhike. So he's out there stretching his finger teach out. He's going to teach him a lesson. Teach him a lesson. Show yeah. him, uh, you know, some of the, you know, what the world is like. How tough, rough, and tumble it can be. They realize that they're in the backwoods fucking nowhere. No one's driving by. Right. So they, uh, they take a bus. Mm-hmm. Um, I think on the bus, Doyle's a dick to some people playing some loud music. He gets right. his shoes stolen yeah. at one point. Yeah. Uh, after that, they're in the bus station. Uh, is this where like Dutch eyeballs like the two young ladies, and he's like, eh, "Let me show you how to." No, not yet, not yet. Oh, okay. It's coming up. Um, they're Do- Dutch calls Natalie at the bus station, mm-hmm. and it's like, "Yeah, everything's great. We're at the Holiday Inn. You yeah, know, everything's <laughs> fucking fine." Not really. Yeah, and then yeah, that's when they go outside, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna have to fucking get a ride." So yeah, he teaches them to be pitiful. Like, come on, come on. There's a lot of similarities in this movie to planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, that's uh, the, the those two ran into a lot of adversity on their road trip as, as well, where there was a car was, that was destroyed, and then they were robbed. Uh, but yeah, anyway, and then the, 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 my favorite part of that movie is when he's selling the uh, the shower curtain rings. You look like a young Madonna. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> as earrings. Yeah, uh, they end up. Uh, you know, he's trying to teach them how to look pitiful so that they can. Yeah. So he's like, "I'm your dad. I have a heart attack." Yeah. Just, just come on, put your hands up. Yeah, stick, stick your lip out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Make, there make, it is. Make there it look it pitiful. Yeah. yeah. Like, what are you doing? There it is. And a couple young ladies, uh, ladies in like a trans am. Like, oh my god, we need to help them. So they give them a ride, and uh, while they're driving, here's a little clip. Uh, you're gonna recognize the voice of one of these oh, ladies. Yeah. Here we go. So, what's the word on you two? I mean. Well, are you drifters? Oh, yeah, yeah, more or less. Yeah, I thought so. How about you? Brock? Yeah. Ted <laughs> <laughs> wants to know what we do. Well, I don't want to be nosy, you know, I was just making conversation. Tell it's, him. it's not important. No, 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 no please, it's fine. No, no tell yeah. him. We're call girls. So, yeah, he find out that they're driving with some hookers. Yeah. 
And uh, I don't know if it's easy for anyone to distinguish uh, her voice through this clip, but the uh, the woman speaking her character's name is Haley, and she's uh, played by E.G. Daly, and I think at the time she was going by Elizabeth. Yeah. Uh, but Miss Daly is the voice of uh, Tommy Pickles. Yeah, and uh, Buttercup. And Buttercup. From and, Powerpuff uh, Girls. That's right. Uh, if you ever watch, there's a great Netflix show out there. It's called I Know That Voice. Um, oh yeah, yeah. She's I think on, I've seen that. Yeah, it's great. Uh, and they talk about voice actors. She's one of the people that talks on she's it. She's a very prolific voice. Very, actor. and she she does a lot of stuff. She's super young in this and very attractive. Yeah, super attractive. She's um, always been kind of a babe. Speaking of babe, she did voice babe, babe. <laughs> and babe the pig. Uh, and also one of my favorite cameos of hers was That's in the, some pig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the Charlotte's Web. Oh, that's Charlotte's wife. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> whatever. Those Greetings fucking, and salutations. You know, yeah. I say that all the time the when we start. Freaking, I, I kind of lifted that from. Whatever, babe. Charlotte's Web. It's a pig story. It's a pig right. story. Yeah. Or remember Gordy? That was another pig Gordy, movie yeah. that came out. It was a weird twin movie. There was a Gordy bunch of. And, and babe. But there were like three in a row that kind of like those came out. With was, pigs? Yeah. No. I don't know if they were too far apart. Well, well there were three. There was they made babe, a live action in Charlotte's Web, didn't they? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wasn't there? Yeah. So okay. I'm like, I feel like, you know, there's only like after five, the elephant movie craze. And then oh, there was a gorilla movie craze. <sighs> Remember Mighty Joe Young? Yeah, Mighty Joe Young. Uh, I'm, then... I'm kind of over the talking animals fucking movies. Anyway. Oh, like... it's, it's, I know we're getting a little off topic, but uh, the elephant, oh. the elephants, <clears throat> Larger Than Life. Do you remember larger that one? Larger Than Life, Bill Operation Murray, Dumbo, Dumbo Drop. Oh, bad movies. Um, uh, at this point in time. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 one more. One more. I got one, one more got little one tidbit more, for EG Daily. Yeah. Right. I loved her, and she was in Devil's Rejects, uh, which is, you know, it's Tommy Pickles, but she plays a prostitute. In uh, Devil's Rejects, and she's the one who's like, none of these dudes want anything anymore. They just want Princess Land, science fiction. That was her. <laughs> oh, that nice. was fucking Tommy Pickles being a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at this point in time, uh, the Doyle is hitting on the girl Brock in the back. Uh, we don't really need to talk about her. She's <clears throat> just kind of a one-off character. Yeah. Um, but Dutch falls asleep, and uh, his wallet's kind of sticking out. So Haley... Mm-hmm. Um, takes the wallet successfully successfully and then sees his big ass fucking pinky ring mm-hmm. and tries taking that off and she's like driving one leg while she's driving while yeah. she's driving and it's a you know she's like pull i don't know how he didn't wake up she's like no kidding and right? on his finger and she pulls out like a little bottle of lotion tries to put it on the finger and it won't come out and she squirts it, it goes right into his mouth i would wake up immediately yeah, and he's like oh, oh. um when he, and then they park at a gas station in the morning. They wake up. Doyle's passed out on Brock's tits, drooling mm-hmm. all over. Mm-hmm. Um, as you would. As you would. Dutch wakes up, and he's, like, stomping his feet, and his mouth is like... Oh, he's like, yeah. what the fuck? Uh, <clears throat> the girls end up saying, hey, why don't you go inside and get directions and grab something to eat? We'll see you in a minute. They go inside. The girls basically dip. And they dip on him, taking his dip. wallet. They take his wallet. And Ed O'Neill is despondent. He makes Ed O'Neill face. <laughs> yeah, he's really not happy. He's like, they took my fucking wallet. I had 200 bucks in there. And Dutch yeah. uh, Doyle's like, you had money? What? We could have been home by now? Yeah. He's, he especially makes a point to to point out that they took his last cigar. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's really like, my luggage, my that. last cigar. And, oh, I think it, I think it, uh, uh, it the, not yet. So, yeah, he does, uh, Dutch is pissed. He does, like, a little, like, kicks his leg. His shoe flies off. He rips his pants, falls <clears> on the ground. Shoe hits him in the face. He's, he's, he's all, he, he altogether just kind of gives up. He's like, fuck this. Yeah, he's just done. I'm going to sit right here and do whatever. Yeah, and he tells Doyle, he's like, just go call your mom. Tell her to pick you up and <clears> tell <throat> her I checked out. Tell her I'm done. I tried. Oh, and tell her bye for me. Yeah, tell her bye for me. And he's like, what? Blah, blah, blah. And so Doyle goes to talk to Cook, ends up calling his dad, finally yeah. gets in touch with his dad, and a lady answers because he's like... A lady in bed with in him. In bed with him. 
uh, who's this? Is, is uh, you know, Reed Standish there? Oh, he's, he's sleeping. sleeping. Yeah. And they hang up, and then she's like, you know, Reed's like, who was that? Oh, some kid. And you see Reed's eyes get, like, real fucking like, oh, big. I fucked up. Uh, Doyle realizes that his dad's a piece of shit, so he goes back to Dutch, and they kind of make up. And there's one little thing in there where they kind of apologize to each other a little bit. Where, where Dutch and Dutch and, and yeah, Doyle. Doyle, they apologize to each other, and he's like, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, he's like, I'm sorry I fell asleep. And he's like, well, I'm sorry I got I got, I got horny and excited in the back of the car. He says horny. <laughs> Does he really? Yeah, and, oh, and Dutch kind of gives him a little high five. He's like, you did? You did? And gives him a little high five. Yeah, and this is the where they, they finally have their bonding moment. Yeah, so they, they end up hopping on the back of a... Uh, they're like, like big trucker. cement pipes on a flatbed. Yeah, like the stuff you would you would see them like doing construction, like for like uh, yeah, sewer lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like the big, the big ones. And, uh, so they're not supposed to be on the back of that. No, they clearly are are uh, hitching hitching this ride uh, uh, without permission. Yeah, and then they're in like the truck stops and like you know like a truck depot area. Yeah, they end up in like a yard where and then they're trying to sneak out, but they get intercepted by the two security guards oh, no, at the gate. Right? I think they say like, "Oh, where are we?" It's yeah. Like, oh, let's just go talk to this. Gotta be some transients. No, they say we'll just go talk to the security guards. They gotta know something. Oh yeah. yeah. And then the security and guards they don't get the response they were looking for. Yeah, they get thrown out, and then Doyle's like, "Fuck this!" A so Doyle runs back in, karate chops the shit out of the. Uh, yeah, one of the Out guards. Of the, both of the guards. He like oh, punch. He? I think he like does like a big kick, punches him, and then he gets. Uh, they grab him and throw him into a fence, like cut his face. Oh yeah, and that's when Dutch and is Dutch like, "Yo, goes, hold up!" Yeah, Dutch goes in. Then they start wailing on Dutch, and then um, when they throw Dutch, Doyle sees, well, he sees the pellet gun, the pellet gun yeah. and grabs it. And here, this is kind of a fun little, little standoff. Yep. Doyle, listen, listen. Make you eat that gun. I know you guys really did it. You got him angry. Pete, let's go. You don't have to shoot him. Pete, eh. you don't have to shoot him. You don't have to shoot him, Pete. The kid is crazy. Don't be crazy, Pete. Don't be crazy, Pete. Tell the voices that you just killed somebody. You know that guy? You just killed somebody. Yeah! <laughs> you are going to do it. Oh, I just killed somebody. They won't listen. Don't shoot me. I gotta do it. I gotta get rid of the voices. Listen, listen, it's the holiday season. These guys probably got families. I do. Yeah, I, 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 he's single. Why'd you say that? Now I gotta kill your families, too. Oh, no, oh. calm down. People, forget these guys. We'll find some nice motel you can burn down. Yeah, motel. Lots of people. Okay. You guys are very lucky. This kid hardly ever backs off once he gets his neck up. So long, guys. So that works out. When when the guy says, "Yeah, hotel, lots of people," it's yeah, lots sound, of people. It sounds like uh, the mom from Bob's Burgers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, hotel, oh, yeah. Oh, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, it kind of sounds oh, like lots that. Lots of people. Oh, yeah. So they I end up. They that, end up. I love. Who, who, what's that actor's name? I, I don't know. It's a. It's a man. Jack something. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, hilarious. Hilarious. Um, they end up going into a restaurant to use the bathroom to clean up, and they just. I mean, they look. They look like homeless people. They look disheveled yeah, they look and transient. Disheveled. Yeah. And they walk in. They're like, "Hey, can we use the bathroom?" And they're like, "No, you can't. You got to get out of here. You don't belong here." Um, they try kicking them out, and like <clears> the the waitress is being a bitch. Yeah. And but the the she's like the, hold on the customers yeah the customers are like excuse me excuse me are are you guys transients yeah. and, and you know Dutch is like yeah this is my son yeah and uh, lost my we, wallet yeah my we, we we our car broke down we got robbed you know beaten and all this stuff and so they end up 
taking them to a like a soup kitchen, homeless shelter, yeah, like halfway a, house. It's a church that has uh, like a kitchen set up with cots and a gymnasium. Yeah, I mean it's freezing outside to help the disaffected. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, there's a fun little scene in that where they're they're eating. Yeah. Uh, they're eating dinner basically like at the soup kitchen, like Thanksgiving meal type of deal. And Doyle is being his kind of. Yeah, I mean, he was raised a certain way, so he's cleaning his silverware. He's he's putting everything in yeah, perfect he doesn't, order. Yeah, he doesn't trust that the uh, that, that the silverware is clean. clean enough. And then he yeah. sets them up much the same way you would if you were dining in a fine restaurant. Exactly. With the he actually doesn't even do it correctly. Yeah, I think, I think usually he fucked up one thing, right? Well, usually yeah, you put the you put the spoon in the inside, and when you're dining that way, you gotta you start with whatever's on the outside and work, yeah, work your way, way in. in. And, uh, you know, if he's supposed to be from, like, some, like, you know, high, high society. society. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah he meets so a little girl. A little girl's at the table. Well, everybody's him. watching him do this oh, while yeah, they're, they're staring eating. at him like, why aren't and, you and, just and then, eating? Yeah, once he's done, Dutch looks over. He's like, would you like to see the wine list while you're <laughs> at it? <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a there's little uh, little girl, ethnic girl next to him. And uh, she's trying to, she tries to grab uh, one of his rolls because it's, like, cut in half. Right. And he kind of, like, slaps her hand. No. He's like, no, and then he ends up giving it to her. Yeah, and I think he, he kind of like softens a little he bit. Really, he looks around. He realizes like, yeah, yeah these people this need, isn't my these, world. Yeah, these people need it more than I do right. type of deal. Right. And uh, he, you know, Grinch's heart grows a little, little, yeah. little bigger. And then his heart grew a little bigger. Uh, and then it's nighttime. So they're, they're in like a big gymnasium sleeping on the cots. And uh, Dutch's cot is like one of the pot. It's not like a, a, st- a stand up cot. It's one of those ones that raise up. You know, you got to click it in. Yeah. And it it kind of uh, looks like a, it's like a trundle bed. Is that what that is? Yeah, a trundle. trundle yeah, because they like collapse and they can go under things. Oh, like a day bed like, like type in, of thing. Uh, like those, those roll away fuckers. Yeah, they exactly. Bring in, like hotel or yeah, hotels. Exactly. Okay, okay. They pop I never up. heard it. I never heard the trundle word. I think it's called trundle bed. Okay. And uh, the, I'll, I'll buy it. When, when he's laying on it, the the bed keeps like falling. Like one side, goes, <laughs> and then like yeah, and it breaks down. And he's like, oh, you got to click <clears> it. And it's like it's it's uh, disturbing everybody around. Yeah, because they're all trying to sleep. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> they even have a like a little conversation with the, uh, the little girl's mother. mom. Yeah, Doyle and them have it. I have the clip for it, but it's very quiet, and we can just kind of talk it, about yeah, it. It's, it's, it's it, very NPR and quiet. Yeah, it pretty much. Uh, she talks to Doyle because uh, it, Doyle is kind of looking at the little girl, like she's sucking her thumb. And then Doyle's kind of playing with her, sucking yeah. her thumb back, stuff like that. Yeah. And she realizes that Doyle's being very nice to her daughter. Yeah. And she asks him a bunch of questions, and she kind of tells him that, oh, yeah, we, you know, I'm from this place. We moved down here for the factory. It closed down. My husband's yeah. out of work. We're living out of our car. Bob yeah. Bobby Blue. And, and Doyle, Doyle gets a really uh, a deep understanding of what it's of like. Of the working class. People, yeah, yeah, people yeah. living in the struggle. You know? And uh, she asks him, like, is that your dad? Um, and kind of points to Dutch. And Doyle takes, like, a good few beats, and he finally goes, yeah. 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 yeah, and Doyle and Dutch hears it and kind of smiles, yeah, and stuff like that, because he's he's sort of dropping eaves, yeah, and, and listening, and uh, you know, once once the uh, Doyle and the lady, oh, and the lady is actually a famous woman; she's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, What's that's her name? Uh, L. Scott Caldwell. Yep. She was in Lost, if you remember that TV show. Rose, she Rose. Right? yeah, Rose. Rose. Uh, she was in. I think she was in the Fugitive. I don't remember which character she was. She's been in a few things. She's recognizable. Super she's recognizable. She's, she's pretty yeah. young in this too. Um, yeah, and. Uh, Doyle rolls over and kind of talks to Dutch, a little heartfelt thing, and mm-hmm. then Dutch's whole bed falls and wakes everybody and wakes up. Wakes everybody the fuck up again, and that, that, that kind of like ends the in scene, that scene. Right? And then they're driving in the car. Um, the the family, the little girl, the mom, and the dad that Doyle was talking to are driving them home to uh to Natalie's to Natalie's house. To Natalie's yeah. house. 
And what's really cool is when they drop him off, you see Dutch <clears throat> get out of the car, go over to the driver's side window right. and talk to the dad. And he's like, hey, so he hands him a card, right? Hands him a card. He goes, hey, I'm going to uh, I'm going to talk to them uh, in the on Monday and try to get you something. Yeah, so he call was the like, office in the morning. Yeah, call the office in the morning to get you some work, which is, you know, awesome. You get to see that he's like, this is the nicest guy. It's a good holiday feel good situation. Now, but before they arrived, Reed Standish showed up at Natalie's house. That's right. Um, Natalie heard the doorbell ring. So she kind of hides behind the door. That's right. Uh, trying to be like, I'm going to surprise Dutch and give him a kiss. Yeah. And she ends up kissing her ex-husband. And she's Whoa. like, yeah. She recoils in I think, horror. I, I think he's like, well, hello, too, or something yeah. like that. Um, the doorbell rings again, and Reed answers the door for Doyle and Dutch. And he's like, right. hey, son. And Unexpectedly, you yeah. can see Doyle's face like, not nope. He's not down he's like, for it. Back it up. Boy. And then, you know, he kind of pushes his dad away and sees his mom. He runs to his mom. Beelines. Heartfelt hug, music, the whole deal. Yeah. Um, and then, well, Reed, Reed starts Reed, to give him like something some f- of an ultimatum. Yeah. He's like, what? He's like, he's like, I canceled a big, uh, important meeting for that. He's like, fuck no, you, no, you didn't. didn't. You were with some woman. And he's like, well, you, yeah. He's like, you can either stay here or come with me and your answer will be final. Right. And he's like, I'm staying here. Boom. And so Reed gets all pissed off. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Well, I think Reed also tells Dutch to get out cause it's a family conversation. Yeah, he does the same again. thing he did to him at the party at the beginning of the movie. He's yeah. like, uh, can you, can you go wait outside Side, in yeah. the snow? And he doesn't, he just shuts he's the like, door he's like, there. Nah, I'm just going to stand right here. Uh, and when Doyle says that he's going to stay at his mom's house, uh, he go, cause Reed, I guess owns the house. And he's like, all right, well, then you got you got till Monday, till f- Monday, till Monday. Monday. It's like, you to know, get out. yeah, like because it's Thanksgiving. So it's like four days uh, to get out. And then as Reed leaves, Doy, uh, Dutch kind of looks at them and goes, one minute. Give me a second. Steps outside and we, we get this little scene, which is kind of fun. Excuse me. You wanted Natalie out by when? Monday. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I didn't quite... Uh, yeah. I said... <clears throat> Friday. Well, she's probably gonna need a little more time. Uh, how's six months sound to you? No problem. And you're gonna be a little more respectful of Natalie. Absolutely. And you're going to work on being a nice guy with your son because he still loves you. It's a great kid. He doesn't deserve having his feelings hurt or his mind played with, especially not by his dad. I like him a lot. I'm his friend. But see, I'm never going to be his father. That's your job. You better learn to do it. Yes, sir. Good. Pleasure seeing you again. Yeah. Kind of knocks him out on his feet. Yeah, too. he well, he does. He, he like he, hit him and then holds him so he doesn't fall. Yeah, he right. hits him with the pinky ring right in the head. Because yeah. remember before we talked about the guy that has the dent in his head and yeah. uh, he dribbles when he smi- when he yeah. talks. He hits him in the head and you see the big dent and he kind of catches him. Yeah, he, he gives him a fucking like, lobotomy. Basically, like he hits him so damn hard. He's like. It, and he lets him walk he's away. Scared the ducks. Yeah, he scared the ducks. And when he, when I think when Reed goes to his car, he slips and falls. Yeah, he's like wobbling. Yeah. He's got like Jello legs. You just let him get in his car. Like I'm pretty sure he died down the road in the tree. <laughs> you know. Um, then we go inside. Everything's happy go lucky. They're having their Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving time. Yeah, yeah, finally, yeah. resolution. Um, Hooray! Dutch looks at Doyle and he's like, "Hey, I uh, got something for your mom and my jacket. Yeah. Go get it for me." 
thinking, you know, it's, it's going to be a ring. He's like, you know? sure. Yeah, he's like, why? He's like, just go get it. And so Doyle starts walking towards the jacket, and Dutch is telling Natalie to move over, and he pulls out the, the pellet gun. Yeah. Because he's going to shoot him in the ass. Whenever he owes him one. He owes him one. He's like, I don't care if everything's all happy right now. Doyle, You're still getting yours. Yeah, Natalie's like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, She's what is this? Weird. Doyle turns around. They all start laughing. Ah, ha, 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 and then it fades to black, and then you hear the, the pellet gun. Yeah. Oh, and they, know, they included a, uh, a the shell. sound of a shell casing dropping, which doesn't happen in pellet guns. Yeah. But, it, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it, like when it hit him i don't know but who yeah, knows he it's... gets shot in the ass and, and that's the end of the movie yeah. i mean it's a fun thanksgiving romp it's yeah. a it's a light-hearted thing i think uh i gave this two ducks i'm i'm two ducking it as well uh i, I think it's it's a fine movie it's fun but it's you know it's, it's a once uh, a year movie it's a once a year sort of thing yeah um some other uh interesting tidbits if you will especially in in um relation to the surname of Doyle and Natalie and Reed uh, was also uh, John Hughes used that surname as well in another film uh, in the breakfast club from Molly Ringwald's character, Claire Standish. Uh, and though she's never mentioned in this movie, it's, I think one could easily surmise that maybe Claire Standish is uh, his sister. And uh, because I think if, if I'm not mistaken, I, I read this somewhere. Like, I guess uh, Molly Ringwald's character in The Breakfast Club is also, or her dad is also named Reed. Anyway, it, it's a fun little connection. If it one, seems fun. If one, if, one, if one wanted to do that, they could. Um, let's see. I already mentioned his wallet. Oh, uh, and, and uh, very similar to Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, which I said before, this movie, too, revolves around two characters who at first don't really like each other. They go on a road trip to get back to Chicago specifically for Thanksgiving, and they they run into very much the same adversity: a destroyed or burnt car. They get robbed, uh, but then ultimately there's a happy resolution. Oh, the, the, um, there is one couple parts I missed. Okay. Um, at one point, Dutch does tell Doyle. Um, he goes, "You know, I make more money than the 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 shit little nest egg your dad gives your mom." Yeah. And also uh, when, allowance or whatever. The yeah, the, yeah, like the you know whatever it is. Uh, and when they're driving back home, when the when that family's driving them to the house, yeah. um, Doyle is looking out the window, and you yeah. see a big sign that says Dooley Construction, and they're building, oh, that's right. they're building yeah. like a big-ass building. So even even du- or du- uh, Doyle, there's too many fucking Ds in this movie. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Doyle is like, you know, he realizes, like, yeah, this guy is... Uh, he's a little more than, than, he's a little than more I than, gave him credit for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, so this film also uh, apparently takes place in the same universe, if you will. As uh, Home Alone, Curly Sue, and Career Opportunities. Um, I guess one could easily say that, you know, John Hughes' films all have, like, a shared connectivity, a shared universe. Well, yeah. Um, which is fun. I, I mean, I, well, I, mean, even I, Quint- I like that Quint- sort of... All of Quentin Tarantino's movies are supposed to be in the same yeah, universe. Yeah, I, I really dig that sort of continuity when, when movies have, like, a connective tissue. I think it gives it... It's fun. You you can, you know, create lore out of that. Like, like you see, like, Big Kahuna Burger and, uh, you know, the, the Lucky or... Apple cigarettes or whatever. Yeah, they're there's called. a bunch of different things in in, in, uh, in Tarantino stuff. So you know, one could easily do that, just like with the Claire Standish thing. Um, so uh, actually, uh, Ed O'Neill and Joe Beth Williams um, were both appeared in the Dogs of War in 1980 with Christopher Walken. So they had they had starred together before, and uh, I think that's really pretty much all I have as far as um, trivia for this movie or little little uh, interesting 
Nuggets. They did originally want John Candy to play the part of Dutch. Yeah, how I do think you think that t- would have worked out? I think it would have been a completely different movie. I don't see. Oh, John, yeah. I don't see John. Can- John Candy was, was an amazing actor. Hell yeah, and uh, I love every movie he does. Yes, but I don't think he would have the dynamic that uh, that Ed O'Neill brought. Yeah, how would well? I mean, we kind of see something similar to that in Uncle Buck with John Candy and the Tia. Yeah, the daughter. So I guess you kind of got that anyway, except that wasn't a road trip. No, it wasn't a road trip. I just, I don't know. I just, I, this movie to me is iconic with Ed O'Neill. Because, I mean, I remember seeing this when I was like seven or eight. Yeah, and he was already uh, Ted Bundy at this point, right? Yeah, Ed Bundy. Oh, shit. Al Bundy. (laughs) Al Al Bundy. Bundy. Fuck. (laughs) Was he already killing people? Yeah, Uh, he's got chicks in the trunk. (laughs) Actually, funny funny story. Uh, Dutch was actually mentioned in... uh, in in passing, in Married with Children in a season nine episode, where I think they're going to London, mm-hmm. and there's an in-flight movie, and they're like, we're going to show Dutch. And he's like, oh, they're going to give us Dutch, and they say that I stink, or something like that. No, you said girls in the trunk. Oh, yeah, funny story. And I'm like, Wait oh, a oh no, 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 bad segue. Yeah, bad segue. <laughs> no, I've never been in a trunk with a girl, or had girls in my trunk. I don't have a trunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, man. Uh, let's see. Also, uh, there's another uh, episode of uh, Married with Children where Peg and Al go into a video store and there's a movie poster for Dutch on the wall, but there's a sticker right over Ed O'Neill's face that says free video. Oh, nice. And so they poke fun of it because because of how badly it bombed. And uh, also the movie was released under the title Driving Me Crazy in in the UK and Australia. And I don't fully understand why English-speaking countries change the name of titles. I think they do that because maybe Dutch means something else in certain languages. Maybe they would think it's not about the... the, the thing, maybe the thing is about like the nationality or, or yeah. something. I don't know. They just uh, didn't well, do that. Remember when uh, when Avengers, Marvel's Avengers came out in the U, in the UK? It was called... Over there it's called Avengers Assemble. Yeah. I'm like, have you seen Avengers Assemble? Oh, no, but I've seen fucking Avengers. I think I think maybe that has lots of more to do with the Avengers television show for the BBC, exactly. And BBC, we and should do that crappy movie, the one with uh, Uma Thurman and, and Ray uh, Fiennes. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Uh, should write that down when we're done. Yeah, for sure. Uh, anything else that you need to talk Man, about? That's I mean, about all I got. I really, uh, I really hope everybody has this. This, uh, uh, this movie is very hard to find. I'm just letting you guys know this. Yeah, that's true. Um, so we if, had to watch it VHS style. Yeah, and if and I had to find the clips online, like and it yeah. took me digging. That's why we don't have a lot of crazy clips because yeah. it's not on any streaming services. I, you can you can buy the DVD somewhere. Yeah, there, right? I think it's somewhere, but it's not. I don't know. Just you can try to find it. Yeah. Also, we have uh, next week uh, the on the thirtieth we have a movie coming out, Frozen. Yes, we are doing the movie Frozen from 2010 in honor of the release of Frozen Two. Now, not to be uh, confused with Disney's Frozen. This is a different Frozen. This is a different Frozen, and I invite all of you to check it out. It is free to watch on Vudu. V U D U. Yes. You and don't. You'll, you'll you don't have to a, pay for it. It's a no. free streaming app. Uh, I think. It, I think it's with ads, but I don't think right. Vudu is very ad heavy like it's some of the great, other places. It's a really great. Uh, well, it's it, it's set in the uh, in the Northeast in like mountains and snow, so it's good seasonal. It's a, movie creepy it's a really movie. it's a really brutal uh thriller that has to do with skiing and uh and the in the unfortunate uh souls that, it, that it, it looks really bad it no it's actually fucking awesome is it okay well the, it, it's, Adam, it's directed by adam green uh who's known for doing a lot of horror comedy and, and he's really great with the gore okay. and setting up like really brutal like situations well, i'm excited people, to watch so. it yeah you should be uh also um no you know what i'll save it for next week i got a lot to 
to talk about this movie. So um, have a great holiday. Yeah, have a good Thanksgiving, guys. Eat turkey and have a duck. And get the get some trip to Fanania, turduckins, take a nap, and uh, watch football, drink beer. Happy holidays.